Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. NFL regular season is entering its final stretch, so we thought it was about time we looked back on our preseason predictions. We last spoke with the king of projections, Aaron Schatz, back in September when I was full of hope for my Panthers. It's now uh, December, and like many fans, my hope has dwindled. Yes, it has. There's still plenty to talk about, though, with a new folk hero emerging in San Fran and Justin Herbert putting on a show for the Chargers last night in L.A. Aaron Schatz from Football Outsiders is on the line with us now to talk about all that and more. Morning, Aaron. How you doing? Good morning. I'm good. How are you guys? Good, mates. Look, obviously you come on in September and I had a lot of hopes for my uh, Panthers, but uh, Baker Mayfield didn't eventuate and then he went to L.A. Rams and did what we were hoping. But it uh, hasn't been all smooth sailing for my pants. I got a win yesterday, though, so I'm up. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, their defense is actually playing well in recent weeks, and the Panthers are not out of it because of the NFC South being so bad, right? They're only a game behind Tampa. Um, we only have them winning the division Oof. in 15% of our simulations, but there's a chance. Hey, Aaron, has the parity in the league gone to another level this year? Yeah, not, you know, earlier in the season, there was a little bit more parity than there is now. But yeah, the parity is pretty high this year. It's real. We really are in an any team can beat any other team year. And just in case you didn't believe that yesterday's Houston Dallas game was a really good example of it. Mm, beautiful. Mate, mate, just I've, I've watched this Baker Mayfield um scenario unfold and no one really understands the enormity of this what he's been able to do when you go from two different playbooks and you go to LA Rams and you do what you do and you get the coach his win and the final throw is this just what he needed for his career just to reignite his career that had so much promise at the start I mean I can't think of a coach who does a better job of managing limited quarterbacks than Sean McVay, right? If you think about it, Jared Goff has a lot of the same limitations and strengths that Baker Mayfield has and obviously played very well for the Rams. So, you know, what could Mayfield do for the Rams in a full year with a healthy offensive line and healthy receivers probably could do pretty well, but probably not as well as Matthew Stafford. I mean, Matthew Stafford is still the starter, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what what about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, mate? You know, should we be sort of looking at them to say maybe this may be it, or is it just that they're playing behind some some poor teams? I don't think it's. I mean, I think Brady is still playing reasonably well 
Uh, he's had injuries among his receivers. He's had injuries on his offensive line this year. They have no running game to speak of, so he's always in bad down and distance situations. Uh, I think Brady has played better than Rodgers has this year. I, I think Rodgers may retire at the end of the year, but I don't know about Brady. I mean, listen, the dude threw away his marriage to come back this year, so why would you do that and then only come back for one year? Wouldn't you? Like, I think a lot of the thought is that he might go to another team. Right, he might go find another team where he can try to win a championship. Has he still got the hunger? Has he still got the drive? And do you feel like he's still got the game to be continue to be one Brady of the number one? Are you still have the drive and the hunger when he's ninety-seven years old? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, it's, oh, the only question is whether he still has the game. The drive and the hunger are never going to go away. But I think he still has the game. Yes. Okay, okay. What about the, the, the 49ers? They obviously had a heartbreak with losing Jimmy G, but then you got this young kid who I've heard nothing about it, but their stats are saying Brock Purdy being better at throwing the ball down than Jimmy G. Is there a possibility that it actually makes them better and gives them some room to run the ball? And how good was that video of Brock's father crying in the stands? Man, it meant so much to him and his family. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a great story. And it's one really, really good game. But uh, I believe the phrase around <laughs> there is bloody unlikely that he's yeah. really better than Jimmy G over the long term. I mean, there's a reason that this guy went last in the entire draft. And you can have one good – plenty of quarterbacks have had one good game early in their careers. <laughs> Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen had a great first couple of starts a couple of years ago. Is anybody trying to play Kyle Allen? He played two games for Houston this year and was terrible. So <laughs> I, I believe in what Shanahan can do to manage Purdy, but I just, over the long term, I don't think he's going to be as good as Garoppolo. So Aaron, do you think the Eagles just have to stay on their own and they go out there and they just take the title? Yeah, I mean, we have the Eagles as the favorite. You know, I mean, look, playing Buffalo or Kansas City or even Cincinnati in the Super Bowl is going to be tough. Uh, but the, the Eagles are definitely the best team in the NFC, given the San Francisco quarterback situation, I think Philadelphia is definitely the best team in the NFC and they're going to get the number one seed and they're going to have home field advantage. So you don't just cruise to the Super Bowl. They're going to have some tough games in San Francisco. San Francisco's defense is playing remarkably well, but Philadelphia is the favorite right now. We have Philadelphia win the Super Bowl in 31% of our simulations. Okay, Philly, Philly Eagles, well, they're 12-1, so they, they're going all right about it. But look, this is an interesting situation. Everyone, you know, love Russell Wilson. When he was at the uh, Seattle Seahawks, he was the Seahawks. He's gone to the Broncos, and, well, that last performance, those intercepts he threw, what, what's going on at, at, with the Broncos and Russell Wilson? Is, there, is he under a lot of pressure? Is he under so much heat? It's 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 not pass pressure. He's just playing really badly, and it's hard to know what happened to him. But given the amount that they are paying him, they are stuck with him. So they might as well fire the coach and get a new offensive coach in there in hopes that somebody new can resuscitate Wilson's career because they can't afford to go with another quarterback at this point. So, so fully of the favoritism, Aaron, in the NFC, who should be the AFC favorites right now? 
We have Buffalo as still the best team in the AFC, definitely. Um, Cincinnati is playing really well right now, and Kansas City's offense is really, you know, great. But we don't have Kansas City as high as some other advanced metrics do. In particular, their defense is 25th in the league. So Buffalo is just a really good, really well-rounded team. They're top four in all three phases of the game, and I think Buffalo is still the favorite to come out of the AFC. Okay, who has really surprised you this year? Like, I look at the Jets. They've been poor for years, but they've won some tight battles, and, and they've, you know, seven and six now, so the Jets fans are starting to... Get some excitement about is there a team that's really surprised you and, and think in the next few years they're building something, a bit of momentum? The Jets do not surprise me as much as you might think. Our preseason projections had the Jets okay. with a top 10 defense. We predicted this. We Ooh, predicted Okay. The teams that have surprised me are more Seattle and Detroit. Detroit Lions. The Detroit yeah, Lions coming out of now. Noise, possibly making the playoffs. Number seven offense in the league by our numbers. Ooh, okay, okay. I like that. Jets are very surprising for myself. Panthers, uh, you're saying they're going to potentially push through and go forward. Just one last question. Out of the playoff bound teams, who has a quarterback that can go to another level in your eyes? I mean, who's going to take a big step forward in the playoffs? I mean, you know, listen, we, we, this we've already seen the best that Hurts can be. We've seen the best that Allen can be. You know, I don't think there's anybody – I guess if there's anybody who's going to take it to another level, it's Dak Prescott. But it's not that Dak Prescott's going to take it to another level. It's that most people don't understand what level he's already on. Right. Like, I think that Dak Prescott could go on a playoff run where people go, oh, wow, Dak Prescott is so good. Well, Dak Prescott's been so good for a while now, but nobody, you know, because it's Dallas, people need to criticize everything bad that happens to them. But Prescott is one of the top quarterbacks in the league. So if he goes on a quarterback run in the playoffs, people might people might notice that. But I mean, otherwise, look, the main quarterbacks of the playoffs, other than San Francisco, you know, the guys who are going to be making runs in the playoffs are guys everybody knows are good already. Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, right? So, you know, we know those guys are good. Beautiful, mate. We appreciate you coming on, Aaron Schatz, and talking all things NFL with us. There's plenty going on, and just give us a wee update, mate. You take care. All the best for the rest of the day. Thank you. All right. FootballOutsiders.com. So you should check it out. Beautiful. FootballOutsiders.com. Aaron Schatz giving us all the predictions pre-season, post-season, all over it. He predicted the Jets' top 10 defense in the league, and they have been really surprising. I follow them because Gary V follows them, and you get all the excitement that he loves. Not that we should be talking crypto and NFT. It's pretty poor at the moment, but anyway. Gary V. Are you a Gary V fan? Nah, he's starting to annoy me lately. <laughs> Very good. There's only so many inspirational speeches I can hear from him. <laughs> hey, I'll go on for you guys. There's the one we didn't ask about is the Minnesota Vikings. They're ten and three, but mm. nobody believes in them. Like they're ten and three, 
But everybody goes, oh, yeah, but, you know, like they're 10 and 3, but they don't really, they just don't have that respect factor. Was there, were there teams? They're like Morocco. Well, kind of, kind of like Morocco. Were there teams in the NRL or the Super League or Super Rugby that you can think of always had a good regular season record, but nobody was actually afraid of them? You weren't scared of them? Oh, yeah. You could Hollanders. Pick, yeah, you could p- probably pick out. Um, I think the Warriors, when they were going on them good runs, you know, back in the early 2000s and 2011, those, those times, none of the teams really respected them. Like they, the eight Warriors had finally show, you know, shown up to the eight, and all the teams in the eight were just. I, I remember the first time we made the eight in two thousand and one. Uh, Brian Smith took his took a player off and played the last twenty minutes with twelve men, mm. and they beat us by fifty. That was that wow. was when we went. They actually don't respect us. It sort of gave us a, when we came in and went to the final in two thousand and two. It gave us a real want to get back out there and show them, well, you do that to us again, you're going to get a tonking. Yeah, they look through you. And did you say Highlanders, Izzy? Because even when they went on that title <laughs> charge, you just always, yeah. like, even though they were doing it, it was like, yeah, but will they do it? Yeah, that's it. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, one more. They'll lose this week. Oh, they'll definitely lose the final. You know, like, and they just surprised me. So it's a team that springs out first, but there's plenty out there. Minnesota Vikings, look, uh, what is it, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater, Bridge, uh, what is it, Bridgewater? Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Had Adri- oh, Kirk yeah. Cousins, Adrian Peterson, you think of the players, Randy Moss. They've had some quality, but this year I don't even know who's in there. Who's it? Kirk Cousins, their quarterback. Who else is their wide receivers? Stefan Diggs, eh? Yeah, and uh, ju- a guy, Justin Jefferson, who's just uh, he's, uh, he's an absolute freak. But but yeah, he's just, it's just funny because they're ten and three. Their record jumps off the paper, but everybody just looks through them like, yeah. <laughs> and they've always, there are always teams like that. Who are they? Who are those teams throughout the years in any sport that even though they were posting good records, they just nobody really believed in them. 